Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition Politics and Run. I'm Gilberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. Alistair Water is in the house, she says. Uh, hi, all. Deb Dennis in the house. AVQ, Bridge MCP is in the house. Michael Rudnan is in the house. If you're in the house, make yourself seen so that I can give you the salute. How are my peeps doing? How are my peeps doing? Once again... Brother AVQ has terrorized us with good information, but we love it. All right, let's get busy. Let's get busy. Let me go ahead and bring this baby in. I have this new uh, new mouse thing that goes from uh, three screens at the same time, but when it's going from one edge to the other, it is not so good. Let's see if I can close this in a little bit. Make it a little better. Okay, here we go. Egberto going over again my count, but trying to keep them mostly shorter. Thank you. The Guardian. Sarah Palin loses Alaska race to Democrat Mary Peltola. Peltola's win makes her the first Alaska native to serve in the House. Uh, Peltola is 49, who is Yupik, is also, the, I guess that's her tribe, is also the first woman to hold the seat and the first from her party to gain the seat in more than a half a century. Uh, during the campaign, she emphasized her support for such social issues as abortion rights. She will serve the remaining months of the Republican U.S. Representative Don Young's term until the general election in November. Those who live in Alaska are seeing global warming at four times the rate which the rest of the world are seeing. Again, again, see scientific article. Of course, most Alaskans are going to want to take action as they recognize it, I tell you, remember I keep telling you guys, we are going to have a blue wave. There's a reason. It's not by accident. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Raw story. Trump admits position with Truth Social Post that is evidence of his guilt. I'm leaving that one alone because everybody's seen that one already. Yeah, he came up. Not only did he do that, but he had uh, folks go on Fox News to defend him. And they pretty much said, oh, no. All those documents weren't on the floor. They were in a box. Oops, you just admitted. You saw the documents and they were in a box. What are we talking about, folks? Egberto, mind putting this photo from the Washington Post up on the screen? The FBI standard operating procedure is to photographically document all of the evidence they find in a crime scene. This photo includes cover pages from Secret Service Red, top secret Amber documents, including means the method of sensitive compartmented Information and signals intelligence. Yeah, that's what it means. Uh, that Trump could have possibly missed when he and his lawyers lied about having given all. They could not have missed it. We know that. All right, Radnin, you want me to put it on the screen? I hope it's something good. I got the screen working now, so we should be able to do so. We should be able to fulfill your wish. And folks... If anybody else had this, uh, if the FBI came to your house and found this, you would have got an immediately go to jail card. I'm pretty sure. It would have been immediately, you're going to jail. But this is Presidente. Where's my cursor? This is a president, so he doesn't suffer those indignities. Not quite yet, but he will. We'll see. Okay, continuing with Michael Rodney, we have. Business Insider, Fox and Friends host Steve Ducey calls out Donald Trump. Why did he have all that secret stuff at Mar-a-Lago? This is actually a good question, one that one conservatives in the chat will probably wreck their brains trying to make up an implausible excuse for it. Bet they include Clinton, Obama as whataboutism, distraction, 
that excuse even though neither ever did anything close. Nobody has done what Donald Trump has done. He's a crook. He's a thug. He's a thief. Name anything bad, it applies to Donald Trump. CNBC, UN inspectors finally reach Ukraine nuclear plant after shelling an emergency shutdown of the reactor. Russia attacks on Ukraine power plants is unconscionable. How many times are we going to have to worry about the next Chernobyl? This is a developing story. Yes, it is. Egberto, one last one for the screen. Michael, what are you doing to me? Let's see. Let's make sure I can get it to the screen. Let's let's see. I can get it to the screen. Oh, I saw a lot of blue. I may actually like that link that you put there, Mr. Rudnick. Folks, look at the link on the screen because I think it's going to come as something you want to see. Here we go. All right. This is what we ha- will have if you let ranked choice voting and independent redistricting commissions into your state. Amazing. Even Texas would be blue. Georgia would be blue. I don't know. I think even, even I, don't, I don't see how Florida is not blue, but hey, I could be wrong. I don't see how Indiana is not blue with uh, ranked choice voting. West Virginia understood. Kentucky understood. Missouri, I think Missouri could possibly be blue. I mean, after all, Missouri elects Democratic governors, folks. How could it not be blue? All I, let me tell you the, the ones in, on this map that I really see as true reds. Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, uh, Nebraska, uh, Kansas, uh, and uh, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. I see Louisiana as blue. They just elected a, a, a Democratic governor. I see Missouri as blue. They've always elected senators of either side. Iowa elected Obama, I think they're blue. Indiana elected Obama, I think they're blue. Kentucky elected a, a, a Democratic uh, governor, I think they're blue. Uh, North Carolina, I think, uh, given that they've elected uh, Democrats as governor as well, I think there's a lot more blue that ranked choice. I imagine that must have been ranked choice from a previous election. But I think in... Uh, oh, I see what you mean. This was probably from... This is what... if. It would have looked like in 2020. That's what it is. Okay. Because I know in the aggregate, the, almost the entire damn map would be blue. About the entire damn map would be blue. Okay, let me continue with my salute. May Wood is here with us. Uh, Shiva Las Vegas is in the house. Uh, we've also got Paul Fleming. Paul, I saw some pings come across from you. I hadn't gotten a chance to read it yet. Bruce Pollard said, I really like the Canada interview. It might be one of your best. That is, you know who picked it up? Um, um, Muslim TV saw that interview, and they they say you need to get in touch with Vic for us. We want to get Vic on. A lot of interviews, brother, has to do with the people. When I interview you, Bruce, you give a darn good interview, brother. So you know it's about the person you're interviewing, man. Yvette Avery Herod gives great interviews. Yvette gave me a great interview from a UPS truck, if I recall. Uh, let's see, Lee Grant is in the house. Hello, Lee. Eric Hayes is in the house. BP Alpha, which I think is also Bruce, but I'm not sure. Daniel Ledo is in the house. Hey, Ledo, how are you doing? Paul Fleming is here. All right. Let me start reading some of the stuff from you guys. We have uh, Yvette saying, hey, PDR Passi. Eric Hayes says, no excuses if you're doing illegal, including bad orange guy, but also include Clinton and Comey and others. I mean, I don't see... Tell me what Clinton has done wrong. 
If she's done something wrong, lock her up. The problem is they couldn't find that she had done anything wrong. Maybe stupid, but not wrong. Eric Hayes, our let's they were cleared, move on. This is all fair and legal. You know, that's what they don't get. They, they like the whataboutism to protect the thug, you know? And let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, she was cleared and, by the way, never pleaded the fifth. Exactly right. Who does? Donald Trump. Deb Denny says, Clint, uh, before that, Paul Fleming says, not a single child has died from mass book reading, but yet they are banning books instead of guns. And guns have done killed thousands of our kids. But it's still there because the party of life loves life so much that they want to extinguish it early so that they can save it to reincarnation or something, I guess. Deb Denny says, Clinton had three classified communications possibly done after sent. There was no top secret or secret compartmented information. And he had hundreds, apples and oranges. It's amazing. UM, Texas is not blue, bro. Uh, take it from somebody who knows the state. Take it from somebody who's been in this state for a long time and been around all kind of folk. Texas has been a blue state for a very long time. It's only a red state because it's a non-voting state. It's a state where you can ID yourself with a gun license but not a student license. Amazing. We value killing with guns more so than an education. But, yeah, that's how you win Texas. That's the only way you win Texas. Michael Rudd said, I did predict the conservatives would do their usual whataboutism distraction. Eric Hayes, your mindset needs to focus. What others might have done doesn't mitigate or negate Trump's crimes. Eric Hayes says, May would defund and read it. Actually, not true. Let me tell you what Lina Hidalgo and, 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 and staff has done every year. Every year, uh, the, each constable or the different sheriffs, they are awarded X amount of dollars and for that particular fiscal year, whatever money isn't spent in that fiscal year goes back into the pot and after it goes back into the pot that next year you make a budget for that next year again and you get all that you want and every single one of those constables and sheriffs got more money this year than they did last year the only way they could find to say that Nina, Lina Hidalgo had somehow defunded the police was to consider that money that was placed back into the pot a defunding. When, if, if you really, you know, I, Lena didn't handle that one right. Lena should say, why, were you, why did you irresponsibly not spend the money for that fiscal year if you knew that money was going to come back if it's not spent? And by the way, it's not only Lina Hidalgo uh, along with this, that court that does that. The federal government does it as well. And in fact, I think it's a bad practice because it tends to allow you to spend badly at the end of the year just to spend the money. But again, it's a lie and it's a lie for the feeble-minded. It's a lie for those people who don't think. It's a lie that only people don't think will buy. After the truth has been told. So now, Eric, you have been told the truth. You can look it up. After you've been told the truth and note that it's been done that way all over the place, please atone 
for actually maligning a good person. Continuing. Bridge MCP says, Deb Denny Clinton. Oh, I got that already. Sister Jan is in the house. Michael Rudnan says the bot's back. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Uh, Abbott, six points over Beto plus Beto's ill. Yeah. Abbott is six points over. And I think the polls right now are underperforming, as we could see with every poll that has taken so far, and we've realized the results. So I like the idea of where Beto is, and Beto will recover in another week or two, and then it will be full press ahead. E2247 says 2020 document 44, North Dakota. Court declines to squash entire subpoena as to partial squash. Court squashes only as to questions about Senator Graham's investigatory fact-finding by telephone calls to Georgia election officials, including how much information related to his decision to certify the results of the twin. You know, Graham is a crook. I think Trump is holding something over Graham's. Maybe that he is you-know-what. And Trump probably has the evidence from the Russians. And the Russians are probably saying, okay, let's keep him where we want. All right, let's see what else we got here. John Cotter is in the house. Hi, Egberto. What aboutism is useless in this case? He and his supporters have broken many laws. Those in the past have been investigated and cleared. Perfect answer, Brother Cotter. Perfect answer. Uh, are you in town? Are you in Germany, Finland? Where are you right now? I know uh, John Cotter flies those big birds, the, seven, the 787, I believe. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hayes says, Rudden in your mouth again. Lynn Halsey-Taylor says, send the illegals home. Oh, so I sh Lynn Taylor just told us to send nobody home because I don't know anybody that's illegal. Daniel Adol says, books have killed hundreds of millions. Das Capital has killed most of those with more to come. Apparently, no. Books don't kill. People kill. Isn't that what you gun holders say? All right, Eric Hayes, nope, you can carry it over, bud. Oh, boy. Uh, you, know, what's, you know what is so funny? We give the law. It's there for everybody to see. And then you have an Eric Hayes that come back and say, nope, you can carry it over, bud. No, you, you don't carry it over. But you know what? Carry it over or not, each of those departments got more money this year than they did last year. That's not the definition of defunding. That's the definition of lying, though. All right, let's see what else we got. Eric Hayes, she is under investigation. Hidalgo is not right. Uh, yeah, there's some bad blood between Hidalgo and uh, the district attorney. Uh, 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 not about, what's her name? Uh, you know, not about whatever her name is, anyhow. All right, let's continue with Jack Williams says she had two documents and they weren't actually top secret. There you go. Paul Fleming, all of the Republicans that, that Trump's guilty has testified. Uh, Wade Casaldi says Nina Turner for next president. I love Nina. Uh, Nina used to give me interviews all the time. I'll go to the functions and see Nina. Last couple of times, I sent Nina an email. Hey, Nina. She says, hey, check me out. I'll, 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 I'll uh, come on your show. And then I can't reach her. What gives? Nina, I'm upset at you now. I love you, but I'm upset at you. Dev Denny says, Egberto Willis, did you see my first comment? 
I thought I read your first comment already. I did read your first comment, Deb. If not, throw it back in there and I'll read it. John Connor says, for once I'm in town. Well, for twice, because I saw you at the Beto, uh, just before Beto got sick. I, I, I even had your picture up on our screen here, um, uh, Brother Cotter. Let everybody see that, you know, we were hanging out at that um, Beto O'Rourke stuff. Uh, Alistair Waters says, karma train meeting the Trump train. <laughs> Love that. Eric A says, bad orange man did not prosecute Clinton. Wonder why? Because she wasn't guilty, that's why. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Michael Rodney says, as if comes to special master ruling, the FBI has already seen all the documents. True. John Carter says, Kim Og, that's the number, that's the name, Kim Og, is from a good old club. That is why she doesn't work well with Lena. Exactly. But, you know, we won't allow that. Uh, Deb Denny says, Tina Turner is going to have her own show on TY. Oh, really? I didn't know. I got, you know, I'm going to call her up. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to stop the texting and I'm going to just call her. Say, hey, Nina, ¿qué pasó, corazón? ¿Por qué me está llamando? All right. See, I don't like, I have all these folks' numbers, but I don't like to just call because, you know, if everybody who had their stuff called, you know what it would be like. Okay. Michael Rodney says, Daniel Lido, more guns, more mass shooting, more gun homicides, etc. You know? All right. Uh, Eric Ledo says, why does Judge Lina Hidalgo shout your line? Because they are. All right, let's move on. Uh, Daniel Ledo says, LOL, Egberto's so influential, even Nina is ghosting him. Yeah, man, I know. Nina ghosted me, but somehow, uh, who, didn't, who didn't ghost me? None of the politicians at um, Netroots ghosted me. Let me see if anyone ghosted Actually, none of them ghosted me. Not this time. I've, been, I, I've gotten, you know, the governor of, of, the, the, the governor of, uh, of uh, Washington didn't like me. So even though we had an appointment... I guess he saw something that he, he thought I was going to ask him about, so that's what he did. You know, that's what he did. So what can I say? Anyhow, Nina Turner, your presence is requested, Michael Rodden says. Thank you, Michael, for bringing her on. Thank you much. Thank you much. Okay, our first video of the day is to tell you guys, remember what I said. The winds are changing. I would actually, even though it, the, the mainstream media is having a very, 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 very hard time accepting the reality that Democrats are going to win it all. And all the signs are pointing in that direction. All the signs, all the winds are, that are coming, all the winds that shouldn't come now at all. I mean, we're still on the ascent. Biden's numbers are still just starting to creep up. The generic poll has finally gone four points ahead for, for Democrats. But the mainstream media just doesn't want to believe it. It's not following history. It's not following history as if history is always probative, right? Well, guess what, my brothers and sisters? Look at what happened last night. I really had to go live on this one. I hope I get a few people coming in to, to chat and discuss Earlier today on my show, earlier today on my show, I said that stop talking about a red wave. I said stop it. Don't talk about a red wave because you know what's coming? There's a likelihood that we could actually see a blue wave. I'm going to the extreme now. And you know, a lot of people, um, both uh, directly in, it, both directly in, in, the, uh, in the show, 
told me, are you crazy? And I got emails as well saying, you are crazy. How can you even think that we can have a blue wave? Well, in a swing district in New York that should have been really going to Republicans in a red wave time, whoa, we should have, you know, it should have been an easy win for Republicans. Did they get it? No, they did not. Now we have a race in Alaska. Donald Trump endorsed Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin has name recognition. Sarah Palin is big. Sarah Palin was once running for the vice presidency of the United States. Sarah Palin was going up against a Democrat, a lowly Democrat, Mary Peltola. That's who she was running against. And, you know, they have the, not a winner take all, what they have is that uh, rank vote, rank voting. So it turns out that Sarah Palin, that the, the Democrat won that election. And then, well, I think, yeah, I think she won the election. And then when the rank voting came through, Sarah Palin thought, well, maybe since it was two Republicans running and one Democrat, just maybe all the second choices of the Republican who lost, likely the moderate Republican who lost against Sarah Palin, who is the crazy right-wing Trumpist uh, MAGA woman, well, you know, they probably thought, ah, she, when the rank, rank voting comes out, it's going to be Sarah Palin. That's what everybody thought. You know, in the back of my head, I kept on, folks, there is something happening in the country. There is something happening in the country. And the polls, while the polls are seeing a slight shift left, it's deeper than that. The, and, and the difference here are, differences here are that Republicans are not telling the pollsters how embarrassed they are to be a part of a party that has gone bat, you know what, crazy. That's where, that's where they are. But when they go into the voting boot, they realize one important thing. And that important thing in that voting booth, folks, the important thing in that voting booth is that your vote is between you, the piece of paper or the computer you're voting with, and guess who else? Your divine being who's watching over you if you believe in such. So therefore, when you go into the privacy of that voting booth, no questions asked. You do as you are pleased. You don't have to worry about what anybody's telling you. You do as you please. And that is what happened. Alaskans went into the voting booth. And Alaskans says, you know what? Those of us that are sane Republicans, we want this other <clears throat> Republican to win. She didn't. But, but. Our second choice is definitely not MAGA. We definitely do not want MAGA. We want intelligence, intellect in the office. So what happened in Alaska? So what happened in Alaska should give every Democrat the impetus to go out there and fight like hell and win. What is it? La Senora Matula. Peltola, Peltola, la señora Peltola won. 
I think she's the first Native American to win a congressional seat to represent Alaska. I mean, you think about this, folks. This is what we're talking about now. This is what we're talking about. Like I said, the change is coming. Crazy could not last forever. Those who despise America for the likes of a traitor like Donald Trump wouldn't stand forever. And we are starting to see the results of it. So what I have to say, this is just a short, a, a short piece that I decided to do because I just couldn't hold it any longer with noting that, uh, that this, is, this is foretelling of bigger things. And I am hoping that Americans go out there and fight. I'm hoping that Americans go out there and start to do what needs to be done to win it all. Because you know what, folks? This is winning all territory. This is winning it all territory. We're not talking about, oh, are we going to just lose the House by a little bit and pick up uh, and keep the Senate at 50 or maybe 51? No. This is about winning it all. So campaign like you're going to win it all. Campaign like you know it belongs to those people who really have faith in the country. Campaign like you have not campaigned before. And let Americans have something to vote for. Let Americans know that, yeah, we are what, uh, you remember what Obama used to say? You are what you've been looking for. Well, that is what it's time for us to do. Get out there and win this thing and win this thing big. It's time to end crazy. It is time for us to move forward as a country and start rebuilding from the damage, from the carnage, as Donald Trump likes to use. But he's the one who done it. Build from the carnage that the thug we had as president of these United States left behind. So, folks, go out there and do it. We're going to win this thing, and we're going to win this thing pretty damn big. This is Politics Done Right Special, over and out. Anyhow, folks, we're back live again, back live again. Deb Denny says... Michigan refuses to put abortion on the ballot. They're scared because if women come in to vote on the ballot, guess what happens? They get an even bigger crowd to come out. But I think they won't come out anyway. Nevada has two, uh, two 2020 election deniers in office now who can change votes. Many election deniers are November ballot aware. Okay. Uh, beware. November ballots beware. Okay. Paul Fleming, we are at the halfway. We are? Whoa, we're, this time kind of like flies, man. I guess I'm having too much fun with you guys. Anyhow, folks, don't forget, don't forget, please do support the, what again? Support the show. We need your support. Here we go. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers, 
all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there last but not least we also write books as you see it class warfare the only re resort to right-wing doom how to make america utopia are two of the many books that i've written on these issues so please support us in one of many ways numero uno you can support us at paypal either one time or monthly go to politicsdoneright.com slash paypal you can support us on patreon that is politicsdoneright.com slash patreon patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n you can support us by becoming a part of our youtube channel going to politicsdoneright.com slash youtube or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support be sure to visit our store politicsdoneright.com slash store and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do what do we do we make sure to keep number one that clicking mouse okay folks uh, and please don't forget to support us the netroots program where all these great interviews are coming from and that is politicsunright.com slash netroots, politicsunright.com slash netroots. Let me scroll back up and see if I missed anything that needs to be said or just a conversation among folk. Uh, we are at about the half point. Okay, how about just go surfing and get the real waves? Even discussion via polling is wrong. Must show up and vote. Yeah, I agree with you right there, Eric Hayes. Uh, Bridge MCP says, women, young people, and mad people will come out to, in droves, but they need to understand how important the primaries are. Yes, they do. If That's why we need rank, uh, rank choice voting. If you make voting as easy as possible so that our democracy upholds the ideas of one citizen, one vote, Democrats tend to win. That's why Republicans pushed 440 under suppression bill last year. Okay, let's see what else we got. Bridge MCP, my 15-year-old daughter is mad. I hear you, Allison, Alistair. I hear you. And she should be. And you know what? Knowing that she's mad shows me that you have her inspired and understanding what's going on. E2247's Graham merely re uh, rehashes some arguments court previously rejected. Exactly. All right. Let's see. She's looking at colleges in safe states. I hear you, man. Uh, it's funny because my, my daughter's teacher, dance teacher, told her that her daughter has told her the same thing. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Lee Grant says, identity politics win for progressives with Peltola. Why is it that because she wins, it's identity politics? Hmm. Lee, don't get me concerned about you, brother. Uh, Deb Dennis Egberto, I posted it twice. And you know what, Deb? That's why I just read it, because I just saw it, my dear beautiful Deb. Uh, Eric Hayes says, crazy is what is going on now. Spend, 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 spend. And again, you don't understand economics, so I don't. Why don't you buy my book? As I see it, that one gives you the basic of economics in, 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 in several parts. It's worth it. All right, let's see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Lee Grant says, election deniers, the new unfermention. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? The 11th Circuit Court, equivocally stated, was case returning to this court. Limited purposes of determining whether Graham is entitled to a partial or modification of subpoena. Interesting. All right, I've got to get to the other program, but before I get there, let's see. Egberto, there's a bunch, all right. And just remember, if you don't read the comments, replies out, they'll never use the, their... 
actually, that's not entirely true, Brother Rodnin. I think I can see <coughs> the ones that get to Facebook, etc. And most of them are actually going rotating. All right, Berta Willis, if you rename book as I see it, author Fox News, he will... Re- <laughs> okay, I'm going to rename it for him, Fox News. Okay, I'll rename it for him, Fox News. Let's go ahead and listen to Brother Rob Call. I spent some time with him, several days actually, at Netroots Nation. Check it out. We'll take it on the other side. Bottom up politics. Well, folks, we're back with politics done right live from Netroots Nation 2022. And I am honored to be with Rob Call. He is the editor and the owner and the publisher of Op-Ed News. And uh, thank you so kindly for being out here with us today, Rob. It's a pleasure. Look, let me, let me, let me first tell you, um, you have a message for progressive writers, for writers in general, about your site. Why don't we talk a little bit sure. about that? Well, Op-Ed News has been around 19 years. We've reached as many as 800,000 unique visitors a month. We reach almost every country in the world. We've published over 100,000 articles. And one of our main messages is to help people who are activists, who are engaged in, in projects to make a difference to get their message out. Mm-hmm. So we love to see articles come in describing projects, describing protests, uh, whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won an award uh, for, for supporting whistleblowers from the whistleblower community. And so I invite you, if you've got a project that you're working on, whether you're an individual or a group, to submit an article about it or a series of articles about it. Uh, Some of our topics, we've got a thousand articles on them, like uh, election integrity before Mm -hmm. the Republicans grabbed the term. And uh, so we basically want to help you. It's free. There's no charge for it. You sign up. You submit your article, and we'll publish it, and then give you some exposure, and uh, get the so you can get the word out. Uh, please, uh, it, it's an it's an important site. I I uh, published there as well. So I mean, I think uh, it is. Look, if you want a, a good progressive site, actually, I say progressive site because I guess a lot of most of the folks there are progressive. It's but, a mix. But everybody goes ahead and um, and write from just about every ideological perspective. Well, you know, we, we uh, I founded it for as a progressive, mm-hmm. wanting to get a progressive message out. But we get some libertarians who have some ideas that are that work, and right. you know, I try to keep an open conversation dia- and dialogue right. going. Uh, so we get some stuff that not everybody agrees with, but I think it's really no, important that, to have yeah. a, a safe place to have conversation. So I'll publish some things that I totally disagree with sometimes, because I know that our readers are going to comment on it. And right. if somebody's saying something that is antithetical to progressives, then okay. Like some I won't, but some I will, especially if they're like less frequently discussed. Our readers are going to come in the comments mm-hmm. and they're going to straighten it out and they're going to give answers to, to that other people can then use to help to have conversations about it with the people who advocate for these. And that is opednews.com. Opednews.com. So folks, don't forget to check out opednews.com. Now, I want to talk to you about something else, Rob. Uh, you, you, you told me. Do you know, Egberto, there is also author, author, how do you say? Authoritarian. authoritarianism between, within. 
the Democratic Party. And I said, uh, really? How so, Rob? Why don't you talk a little bit okay, about well, that? Well, you know, I wrote the book, Bottom-Up Revolution. So right. I've spent a lot of time thinking about and having conversations about bottom-up versus top-down thinking. Right. Authoritarianism, of course, is very top-down thinking. There are two kinds of authoritarians. Mm -hmm. The one authoritarian says, I'm going to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. The 99% of authoritarians are, please tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. And frankly, there are a lot of progressives and Democrats who want that. I was in a panel today, and it was a well-intentioned, good panel, but they're, they're basically looking to legislators to make all the changes happen. And that Give me an example that you... In, 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 are you saying they're try, that these folks are trying to delegate... Uh, the responsibility. They think that the solution to making change happen is to elect people. And right. it, it absolutely is. That's the inside uh, politics yeah. game. Okay. But the other side of it, and this is where I think a, a lot of progressives just stay, they just right. go to that place. But the other side of it is you look what just what, what just happened in Sri Lanka. Right. They threw out that government. So fast. And yeah. it was the people who did it. Right. It wasn't elections. It right. was the people who did it. Right. And we have the power as people to come together and cooperate with each other. Right. And and this is a bottom up way of doing things. Well you wrote the book on bottom up uh yeah. the, what is it bottom up bottom revolution? up revolution. Right. Yeah. And and so The power of bottom-up is just incredible. Humans evolved to, to, to be bottom-up people, to interact and relate in bottom-up ways, and we forget about it because we get stuck. We go to school in authoritarian school systems. We go to churches and synagogues that are all authoritarian and patriarchal, and we get our brains get narrowed and, and formed, so that's the way we think and that's the way we see the world. But it isn't that way. Right. And we have power that we're just not tapping, and we need to tap it, and we need to remember it. And when we think, well, we got to elect people, yeah, yeah, you got to elect people, but you got to do a lot more than that. We got to come together, gotta we got to cooperate, we got to act collectively. Right. Now, the collective is a concept that right wingers despise. Right. They, they, they think collective and they think communism. I think collective and I think we the people doing things all together. Right. And that's what we need to do. And so every time there's a problem, we've got to think, how do we do it within this system? And how do we push and how do we make the change happen outside? And if you don't have both, you're not doing the full job of addressing the situation. Now that you're speaking like that, I want to almost promote your book right now again. So let's do, let's do that. Sure. Please do. <laughs> well, I I did a radio show for about 12 years called The Bottom-Up Show. And right. I, I, I started seeing that there's bottom-up is a way of doing things that applies all over the place. Mm -hmm. and, and I learned that humans evolved to be bottom-up in the way that their neurophysiology functions. Right. We evolved in small hunter-gatherer bands. Right. And... We evolved to have what I call connection consciousness. Right. We're all connected to each other. We're all connected to the environment and our ecosystems. Right. And if you don't think that way, then you're not really connected to everybody else. And I think that it's essential that we remember that. We lost that when civilization happened. And civilization created hierarchy. It created control. Right. And, you know, civilization came with the control of animals and land. Uh -huh. And when we did that, we gave up our freedom. And, 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 but that's how 
Humans evolved for six million years. We've had civilization for 10,000. Mm-hmm. Six million years of evolution so that we lived collectively, cooperatively, and then civilization has forgotten it. You know, you got religion, which en- enabled power and hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And we need to just really get back to the other way. And we can do it. And there are lots of ways to do it. And in what I did in my book is I interviewed hundreds of people. I narrowed it down to 110 interviews with people from Bernie Sanders to Rianne Eisler to uh, Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter. Right. Craig Newmark, the founder of Craigslist. And I, so I talked about Internet, but I also talked about economics and community because there are different there are top down and bottom ways, bottom up ways of approaching community. Right. Even. And uh, there's simple solutions and we forget them. And we've forgotten so many of them because civilization came along and changed everything and f- changed our focus. But we can do this. We can make it happen. And people are making it happen. Like there are non-hierarchical management styles mm-hmm. now. And it's just a different way of thinking. And it starts with connection consciousness. I interviewed you on, on your bottom up uh, revolution book. And I can I can tell folks that I, you know, you ought to be impressed with that. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. We all have to look from within at, to actually be able to work from without. So I am with you on that 100%. What would you have liked me to ask you that I didn't? I think you did a great job. Thank you. Well, Rob Call, the publisher, editor, and everything that runs well, Op Ed News. We've got about 30 volunteer editors, so yes. it's not just me. Okay. It's a crew. I, 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 I think, and you've been involved for a number of well, years. Well, I, I love Op Ed News. I've been with Op Ed News for a long time now. So, I mean, and everybody knows that because it's on my bio. <laughs> anyway, thank you so kindly, Rob. Thank you. For being here with Politics Done Right. I love Rob Call. Rob Call and I are going to do a show together. Uh, this guy's a this guy's a great guy. He has a whole lot of insight. He's very intelligent. So Rob, we're going to get that stuff we spoke about done, brother. We are going to get it done. One more interview. Una vez más. No, no, esta es la primera vez. Uh, this is this is a, a, a woman who created an application for uh, for politicians and their campaigns and this is what it is all about check her out welcome to one more edition of politics done right live from net roots nation 2022 today i'm honored to be again with samantha, samantha booker i remember it i was just <laughs> giving my pause samantha <laughs> sorry with Samantha Booker. Samantha, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing good. I'm uh I'm, I'm my voice is getting hoarse from talking so much. I'm sure yours well, is the I, same. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I know I've seen you doing the rounds all oh, yeah. over. Well, anyway, what we want to discuss today is your new program. It's called Shire. Explain to our audience about Shire because it's of importance. Totally. So I um I'm a former uh, federal campaign manager. So yeah. I I've, I've um I've managed a congressional race and a U.S. Senate race in Iowa um, back in 2020. And when the pandemic hit, we, you know, everybody went to this work from home situation right. for, for like companies, right. but political tech didn't catch up with that. Right? right. So if you're trying to volunteer, um, less people than ever are comfortable doing that in person. Right. right? Um, and so, so a lot of campaigns have started trying to get people to volunteer some very successfully, 
uh, remotely where they right. come in and they can help send text messages or make phone calls or even fill out postcards at home and send them back. Right. And, um, and that's that's super helpful. Um, and, you know, the more volunteer uh, energy you put into a campaign, the more likely it is to succeed. Right. Every phone call is maybe a new voter. Right. Right. Well, and so go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, so no, please. so um, right now. Um, there are a couple of really critical races in the country, right? We have John Fetterman here in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have uh, Raphael Warnock running down in Georgia. Right. Um, and, and and these are like the, the control of the Senate hangs in the balance of right. whether or not these campaigns can, can achieve. And victory. why is this imp- personally important to you that we hold on to that Senate? Right yeah, now? well, I so I am uh, I'm a trans woman mm-hmm. and uh, I, I uh, obviously under. Uh, the previous administration, um, and even now across the country, you can see rights for trans and LGBT folks getting eroded right. every single day right. in state legislatures and in in in, in regulation and, and so on. Even under a Democratic administration, and it will be so much worse if the GOP retakes the Senate, retakes the presidency, that sort of thing. So, so you understand the urgency of why yeah. one must succeed in holding all in, in, in creating a process in which one can really win elections. Tell us a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so right now, um, like I said, with if you go to, let's say, John Petterman's website, um, you know, he's running an awesome campaign, but one of the things is is that the technology isn't there to support this this the big, you know, online, like, digital volunteering. That you told me a story, doing, right? and you gave me an example. You said uh, they go to the website, they they sign up to volunteer. Yep. Somebody may get an email, yep. if, uh, and then it gets into it's a like, yeah. It's like hitting a brick wall, and 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 then if you do, you know, manage, you get an email or something, they get you on a Zoom call or on a, a training. Right. Then you have to kind of get the learning curve of all the technology that you have to use right. to do those phone calls and make those text messages, right? Right. And Slack, as and as useful as it is, or like Microsoft Teams, things like that, right. are are great for if you're working at a corporate job somewhere, right? Right. But as a volunteer, you're usually either a college student or, or typically we have a lot of folks that are like retirees that are not, you know, maybe they're not as tech savvy, right? right. As as uh, somebody that can make that stuff do backflips that's that's doing it in the corporate world, right? Right. And so we've built something that is that is easy enough to, for anybody to use. It's, mm-hmm. It feels and, and works a lot more like social media mm-hmm. than Slack, which can be really overwhelming to a right. lot of people. Now, how does that integrate to, let's say, a, a politician who already has his website ready to go? He or yeah, she yeah, has sure. your website ready to yeah, go. Yeah, so they can, they can um, you know, we're launching in September. They can mm-hmm. sign up and uh, get their um, get their, their Shire uh, instance set up, and um, they can put it on uh, their website. So, like, volunteer.johnfetterman.com, right? Right. Uh, and they can... We can have our onboarding module there. People can sign up, and then they go straight into the application. And the organizers that are working on that campaign or other volunteers can actually talk to that person right on the also, spot. Also, in other words, once you uh, once you'll give them their own URL yep. attached to their domain, exactly, yeah. and then they come into you and um, or or ours on theirs, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. And, and now now this software is running on, on uh, in a cloud on your platform, Correct. I imagine. Yep. Where all the logistics occur, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and it's also, um, you know, we've got, we've even, it's, it's, it's honestly better in Slack in some ways for this use case because we, we have things like end-to-end encryption. Right. So, you know, if you have bad actors that are trying to get at messages, you, good luck, they, right? right? Exactly. Because, again, it's, it's actually it leaves leaves encrypted has to be decrypted yep, at the exactly. other end. Exactly. And so, you know, and it's a seamless experience for the volunteers and for the organizers. Right. It's, it's easier because you can. Um, you know, you have a, a central place that you can organize all your all your volunteers that are. So, uh, what would you like? Uh, what the last question that I always ask is: What should I have asked you that I've failed to ask thus far? Oh, um, that's a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. I think um, I think we pretty much covered like the, the basics of it. I just think that like 
the, the main thing that you know we're we're trying to do is something that impacts every campaign right. and also also a lot of organizations and nonprofits right. too. Um, you know the the Bernie Sanders campaign in 2020. Right. They had 72,000 people right. volunteer remotely online in, right. and in their Slack. But they had to use a free version of Slack because they couldn't afford the half a million dollars they would have had to pay a month right. to run that corporate software for a So for if that corporate software with 72,000 people trying to get into one Slack account mm-hmm. cost with a half, half a million, million dollars. If they, if they got like the full-fledged a thing. Month. Yes, that's right. Yeah. right. yeah, and we are obviously not going to charge. That. Yeah, no, God, God no. So, yeah, yeah. Well, well, look, uh, thank you so kindly, of Samantha, course. for bringing that to us yeah, because yeah, I, mean, I, I think it is important that uh, politicians and people that are running, good mm-hmm. people that are running, know that they have tools that they can actually enhance their volunteer base. Yeah, totally. Because uh, without enhancing the, vo- the volunteer base is generally the largest portion of any It's, it's everything, of any especially election. for progressives and, and for Democrats. And, and I think that the, the other thing is, is that um, for, for folks that may not even be working in campaigns, if they right. want to help with this, um, we're actually doing something called an equity crowdfunding campaign. Right. So what that means is, I think the minimum investment is $100, and you can actually own a piece of Shire right. yourself as a progressive, as someone right. who wants to support this work. So. Progressive values. Thank you yeah, so absolutely. kindly, Samantha, yeah, for being for a part sure. of Politics and Right. Yeah, you bet. All right. All right, Samantha. Okay, here is... So- whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me get that taken care Oh my God, we are blowing things up. I got to turn this off for a minute first. And then, wow. That was, I, I kind of liked it though, but let, let me go ahead and get that fixed. Uh, let's see if, I, if it's going to give that echo on me or not. Okay, it seems like it's not going to echo for me, so that's good. All right, this is from, uh, from brother, um, uh, who gave me this? Uh, somebody gave me, uh, what, what's wrong with my mind? What's wrong with my mind? Uh, let's see. Brother Fleming gave me this link here. Minimum wage in Denmark, $22 per hour. Australia, $15.39 per hour. Los Estados Unidos, United States of America. $7.25. A Big Mac in Denver, $4.93. A Big Mac in Australia, $5.03. A Big Mac in the United States, $5.66. Average of all minimum wages across a variety of sectors. Well, normally I won't jump and put this on the screen, but Rokana's name is on it. And it was posted by Brother Fleming. I think it earned, there, there are those that we can go ahead and say, are you earned your keeps, your respect. All right, we also have from Dev Denny, baristas are mad too. No fury like a woman scorned. And I interviewed several baristas. Remember I did that, I played that interview for you guys a few days ago. We also have Bridge MCPC, Egberto, if you rename your book as I see it, author Fox News, he will read it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, what else we got here? Bridge MCP says, unblock, not friend, not friend them, but you post public, I believe. I don't unfriend anybody. I really don't. Mike C. Sexes Maywood, that would be a Democrat. I won't read that one. Let's see what else we got here. I'm, I'm coming down the pike. Folks, I, I, those are the three videos I have for the day, and we are early by about three minutes. 
So if you throw some stuff in there, I'll read whatever you throw in there. Mike Cisek says, and I am right because of what PolitiFact says as far as, all right, it's true, New York has a shorter time to register, but that's not what good voting is all about. Restricted voting is not being able to get fed in the line. Restricted voting is where you have long lines in minority communities or, communi- or poor communities. That's what we talk about, restricted voting, and I don't think you'll find that in most other blue states at all. All right, Bridge MCP says, Yvette Avery Herod, I read the article, UPS driver who saved a woman eight months ago. We praised, was praised by police, but not the union. Have you heard it? Uh, you have to be careful with those articles. I just read the article, Bridge. It's, it, it, I don't know if it was a union hit. It, I, I didn't quite understand what they were trying to say there, um, honestly. But then again, I just kind of scanned it. Uh, let's see what else we got. What else we got here? Macaroni says, the heck is Derek News? I have no idea either. But somebody could say, what the hell is Egberto Willis as well, right? Uh, we are just people, a lot of people trying to make a difference. And then you earn your respect, just like how we earned uh, our respect as far as being one of the most reliable and fact-based news sources on the internet. Not me saying that. Several different organizations that rate uh, news organizations like ours, that's how we got rated. Think about it. Think about it. All right, Bridge, let's see. Come on, Mouse, move on. All right, we got uh, Egberto. That was kind of funny. I know, I know. It sounded good too, didn't it? Boom. I, I love it. All right, Mike says, I wonder if Democrats will condemn Joe Biden for threatening half the country with violence. Please tell me when he did that. I don't remember him doing that, but let me know. Let me know. Bruce says, good focus today. Thank you, Bruce. If I'm ever losing focus, it's important for you to tell me. Remember, this is not my show. This is y'all's show. That's how we say it here in Texas now. This is y'all's show. So when I screw up, since I'm just a part of you, what can I say? Yvette Avery Herod had a response. It's normal for the company to ignore when our members do something great. I've heard nothing from them. Okay, when you say, uh, when you say, uh, Yvette, let me, correct me if I'm wrong. That article, was it going against the company or was it going against the union? I thought it was going against the company, but somehow a union slide got some, somehow put in there. I am not sure how. Let me know. Please, Yvette, you're the expert here. Uh... Let's see what else we got here. Egberto, I'm get from Rudnan. Egberto, I'm guessing that half the country with violence was Biden labeling Republicans as semi-fascists. But it's the fascists who are the violent ones. True, British MCP, my mistake. It said union, not company. I said union, not company. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, folks. We are at the end of the show. We are actually ending the show perfectly on time today. Thanks to all of you. Love all of you. Michael says, I have a routine doctor's appointment tomorrow. Don't know if I'm going to be late. As long as you're here, brother, you know we love you here. Well, we love you all here. So please, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out!
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.